When was the last time that you saw The Matrix? A little bit, but I watched that movie quite a bit. Okay. All right. So if you had the opportunity to take the blue pill or the red pill, which pill would you take? Remind me again, is it the the red pill uh, changes your life forever and the blue pill puts you back in the The red pill simulation? wakes you up yep. and you're, you're able to see what's outside the simulation. The blue pill keeps you asleep and you stay within the simulation. If you take the red pill, you get to like find out and understand the ultimate nature of reality, who's in control of what. Uh, if you take the blue pill, you're just like nestled in the comfort of being lied to. And, uh, it would absolutely be the red pill. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've, um, I'm in the process of taking the red pill, but it's a little, I wish it was as jarring as it is in the matrix. Okay. You know, when you take the red pill, it's like, boom, you're going down this this crazy path, you know, (laughs) unmistakably. So, Mm. um, for me, I don't know. I've, I'm, I like to think I've taken the proverbial red pill, (laughs) but it's been a, a little more challenging because there's so much nuance to our reality yeah that it's almost difficult to like i don't know see you see aspects of truth and then it kind of like goes away mm. comes back in different in other different aspects but mm-hmm. yeah i would for sure take the red pill you take the red what yeah. about you matt i mean what's is it our reality that like is the reality comforting okay yes for yeah. so okay foregone conclusion that it is like the reality you are currently in mm. You find out is a stimul is a simulation. Okay, and then you're offered blue pill, red pill, red pill. You can find out who is not exact, not necessarily even that. Like this is the Matrix universe, right? Like yeah. you wouldn't go to that outer world necessarily. Yeah, but you'd be offered the chance to see that there is an outer world and what it looks like, and possibly even who is controlling it, quote unquote. Um, who is the author or the programmer of the simulation, or like. Huh. You're told that there is a reality outside of this one, and this one is not the main reality. Oh, man. I go back and forth because it's kind of like that whole idea of like the harsh truth and the beautiful lie. I'm yeah. pretty comfortable with the beautiful lie. <laughs> like, I'm cool <laughs> with it as much as I like thinking about stuff. Like, I'm all right with just things being okay because to some extent you can't change anything based on that knowledge inherently. Yeah. But if there was like a roofy component, to these pills where I could forget that I had ever been offered this proposition. Okay. Okay. That would also have to factor in. I think that is a part of the movie, right? Mm. Like you take the blue pill and yeah, you could go back and forget you the forget conversation. That you were yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause that's one thing I know for sure is if I knew that there was a potential red pill option and I took the blue pill, I would never be able to exist comfortably in that reality. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't know. I mean, realistically, probably the red, I'd like to say blue, but I don't think I could, necessarily suppress that (laughs) (laughs) it's a tough call for me honestly i'm very content with the way things are right now you know like yeah and i think it's kind of like if i were in a position in life where i felt like escapism was more on brand for me yeah then i'd be like yeah get me the fuck out of here you know but like currently things are going well and i'm generally happy with the way things are Mm. So like I was I was talking with a, a a group that I meet with about this question. We did like a bunch of thought experiment and like philosophical discussion kind of stuff. And I was literally the only one who said that I would take the blue pill. Mm. But I was like, I'm saying it now under the current conditions. Yeah, yeah. But like there are other conditions and like there is a a past 
self of mine that would have said, yeah, give me the red pill because I want out of this. But right now I just want to stay in it. And I personally don't think that there, I'm, this is not to say that there isn't a curiosity Mm -hmm. about like, Ooh, what? Yeah. What is out there? But that curiosity is the same as what is God or what came before the big bang or like what, you know, that curiosity is knowing that I will not know the answer to any of these mysteries probably in all of my lifetime. So like, my personal belief is that we make our own little home within this world of mystery yeah. where we have to be okay with the fact that there is mystery and that we will never know certain things. And I feel like I'm just approaching a point in my life where <laughs> I've made that home and I'm trying to like nurture that home and, and keep it well. So I think right now I would say blue pill, assuming that red pill means that I can't come back. Well, that's part of it. Like part of what kind of decides it for me is, um, like I said, like the nature of that reality that you're you're living in. If it's a simulation, because part of me always goes to the giver. You know, when I think about oh yeah that, where it's I think that's partially why the blue pill gets a bad rap, is people think like, oh, you just want to be like sedated and numb and and not have real feelings. And when I think about that, it's like absolutely, because <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't know anything else. You would just be fine. Like Jonas clearly doesn't have a good time. Yeah. For a bunch of that book. So like if that was the reality that the blue pill would keep you in, blue pill all the way. But if it sure. was our present one, I think I'm just uncomfortable enough at all times that it's like, screw it, let's double down. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to reexamine my initial response because, I mean, you guys know I'm a spiritual dude. So yeah, I like and I should think, have said at first that yeah. you can't come back from the red pill. <clears throat> right. I, I didn't say that. Yeah. Right. So like naturally part of me was like, oh, well, you know, I feel like I'm already trying to go down the path of disillusionment this life. But to really look at your question and answer the question, I have to imagine, and let me know if I'm not interpreting this right, but you almost have to imagine that the red pill represents the jarring, shocking opposite of what you think your life is. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what my what I perceive my life to be now, you're right. asking me like, all right, red pill is going to take you way out. Yeah. And change your life forever and in ways that you didn't even know before. Yeah. And then blue is going to just let you go right back to it like nothing ever happened. Yeah. So I do think I would still go for the red, Mm. but I think that it would be uh, really difficult. And I kind of sympathize with the character in The Matrix. uh, What's his name? Cypher. The guy who ends up going. He gets so like intensely overwhelmed he goes back to eating steak and he's like eating his steak and he's like i don't even care if it's, it's not real and he's just like chewing mm-hmm. it and he's enjoying his steak dinner um mm-hmm. I, th- I think i would probably struggle with taking the red pill <laughs> but i do want to take the red pill because it to me it represents a journey to be yeah, had, yeah. which is an archetypal thing for a human to want and i think that's why the matrix is so palpable well, then it begs another question. What if, you know, you're gambling to some extent on how extreme that new reality is going to be or how extreme that truth is going to be? And mm-hmm. there's not necessarily, at least in my interpretation of it, there's not necessarily a guarantee that it's going to be profoundly different from your lived reality. Like, what if that red pill revelation is just a confirmation that, like, the simulation's pretty close. They just made some nips and tucks so that people can get through it. Mm. You know, like, the life still ends the way you you're pretty sure it might, or you still have the same reasons to live that you did. You still have the same issues that you did. It's just like somebody programmed this. Like, you know, like sometimes I think there's that 
notion that like taking the red pill is going to be like this curtain gets ripped back and you're like, oh my God, everything's... Right. But it's not necessarily, at least in whenever I've heard this, it's not guaranteed. So when I was talking about this with um, with, with that group, it was the liturgist group, which people have heard me talk about before. What I thought about was like the conspiracy theory about the COVID lab leak, right? Did COVID-19 originate from a lab and was it leaked by the lab and was it leaked deliberately or not, you know? And does that matter? Like if it was leaked deliberately, it means that someone was in control and there could be like a real conspiracy out there, sure. But does it matter? Yes, it matters if it was leaked deliberately. If it wasn't leaked deliberately, but it was still created in a lab, does that matter? Maybe. But I would argue that what actually matters is that we have a responsibility to the conditions that have been put on us. So does it matter where COVID came from? No. Does it matter that we accept the responsibility to make sure that our neighbors don't get sick and make sure that we're like doing our, our part to keep our communities safe? Yes, that's what matters. So to tie that into the whole simulation thing, like, does it matter that we're, if, whether we're living in a simulation? Arguably, no. Unless you're really, really fixated on, you know, the origin of life. And I think that that's just one of those mysteries that we have to accept. But ultimately, no matter what created you, like, we don't know what created us is the thing. So <laughs> it would be an opportunity to find out by taking the red pill. But we still, you know, would be living in a world where we don't know what created us just as we are now. And yeah. we would still have a responsibility to ourselves and to our community and to our incarnation as a whole to be, you know, moral beings who care for each other. Yeah, because it's interesting. If you think about, like, if you knew where life originated or if you knew where it will terminate and that kind of thing, what would it change? And not just in the flippant, like, oh, what would change? But, I mean, literally, what would you change if you found out today and you drove home from this taping with that knowledge, what would be different? <laughs> and it, it brings up a lot of, I don't necessarily know for myself yet, but, you know, it, it is kind of interesting to think, like, what would you do differently if you found out, like, life, there is no afterlife, it just switches off. Like, what would you do that way? How would your morals shift, would they? Mm -hmm. You know, how many things are you doing intrinsically versus how many things are you doing because you're afraid of the stakes? So I could see it abutting some of those ways of thinking sometimes. Yeah. Like people that spend their lives in service of something that they actually hate, but they feel like it's the right thing to do if they suddenly realize that it isn't. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing to do and they've been mm -hmm. doing it. Well, then why, why is the blue pill versus the red pill or the search, the quest for truth... Why is it so palpable? Mm. Like this allegory of the Matrix, which is really just a story of a hero. Mm. Why does humanity keep grappling towards this, like the dualistic um, nature of perceiving reality? Yeah. Or, or is it the Matrix pretty much just using an allegory that is kind of doing a nod to like, take this drug and you'll change your life. <laughs> and is that the only point? <laughs> But I feel like if you look deeply, there's um, there's that breaking point for every kind of hero in history of human stories. Yeah. I don't believe that knowledge has an objective value, personally, because I think that like it is always relative to the consequence that that knowledge has. Like, you might not want... If you're Truman from The Truman Show, 
Like you want the knowledge that you're living in the simulation because everybody else knows and has been lying to you except for that one girl that got away and moved to Fiji. (laughs) (laughs) You want that knowledge because like the value of that knowledge is that you get to be, you get to remove yourself from the world where people are dishonest with you. Right. Like that is the value that that knowledge holds. But in a world where everybody assuming that like, as many people as possible are honest with each other, let's say just in a community, right? In a community the size of the one in the Truman Show, say. Um, then like assuming that that is like a, a positive place for you to be, then having the knowledge that what created you or that you were created or that you are in a simulation or like having that knowledge when no one else does does not necessarily bear an objective value because you would either just be like the truth holder or the truth teller. But in that case, truth disrupts harmony, you know, or it might disrupt harmony or like someone might call you out for for like claiming that you're lying and saying like, you don't know you're, you're lying. You don't actually have this information. Or are you violating the consent of the people who might've taken the blue pill by trying to bring the red pill back? Cause they've already made that choice and gone back to their reality. But it's like that. um, Isn't it T.S. Eliot? Do I dare disturb the universe? Sounds right. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> it's a quote that's used a lot in that book, The Chocolate War. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's like, why disturb the universe? And why disrupt a harmoniousness that is shared by a certain community or a certain group of people? Like, for the sake of having knowledge that no one else has, even if you intend to share that knowledge with everyone else that, that you know, like, it may disrupt a whole lot of things. There are like dozens of Twilight Zone episodes about exactly this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so do you think the whole red pill thing represents the quest for knowledge? Is that I essentially so. what it means? I think so. Because like you, um, I mean, I don't know that this correlates exactly to the Matrix, the film, because like... That wasn't necessary. What was that? I, I have only seen it once and it was like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't it like, was he searching for that knowledge? He's on his computer and he gets like some hacker gets in touch with him and says, follow the white rabbit. And oh, then this girl yeah. shows up in his apartment and has a white rabbit tattoo. Uh-huh. Right. And that's how he starts to follow her. So he gets clues from his environment via Morpheus to get to that situation where he's like, here's the red pill and here's the blue pill. Right. But you only say yes to that if you're looking for something else. And that was the point that I was making earlier. Like, you're you're only going to say yes to the red pill if you are unsatisfied with your blue pill world. That's a good. Point. You know, yeah. I mean, that's at least my perspective. Like, I I wouldn't be likely to say yes to the red pill if I were satisfied with just keeping on dreaming. Yeah. You know, so. But I, I think that if you are like a seeker of truth, sure, nothing wrong with taking the red pill, but you're not coming back to the blue pill world, <laughs> you know? Or you'll be back in the blue pill world, but it's not the same world at all. Yeah. Right? Because technically Neo's back, they get plugged back in, but they're doing mm-hmm. completely different shit. Yeah. There's a whole different story unfolding amidst the dream world. Yeah. Well, there is a loneliness to the whole red pill route too. Like it's always kind of been like when you look at like the philosopher's death too, like just that sort of classic way out that a lot of philosophers have had, Mm -hmm. like you can kind of 
like extrapolate from that, that that might be what a red pill existence would be to some extent. Like you would be the one person who knew. So if like whatever the truth was, so if you were at peace with that, you would be kind of like the Zen out guy who's at peace with the fact that he's perpetually different. And if you're not at peace with that, you die screaming, hugging a police horse or however Nietzsche went out. And it's not necessarily a pleasant, I don't know. I think there's something individual in that decision as well. Like there's a universality to it. There's, there's the fact that it's like, what does the knowledge mean? And there's also the like, what kind of life are you comfortable living? Yeah. Well, and there's learning how to exist within a new ethos potentially. And I guess that's kind of what I mean by the dissatisfaction. Like it's not just whether you have like, you know, a family that you like to spend time with or, a you know, a significant other that you love. Like it, it is also about if there are certain rules in place in this ethos, would you say yes to the red pill? Because maybe those rules won't still be in place, <laughs> but there could be other rules to follow. There could be other like senses of morality that you would then have to adapt to and it would be a big adjustment. So would you be privy to the existence of other red pill takers? Ooh. So that would change it for me if I knew, like, given that I know the truth now, if part of that truth was that there are other people like me. Like you had a team on a ship yeah. that you could, like, plug in and out with? Yeah, just yeah. like, yeah. yeah, like if I could be like, oh, Joel took this thing too, let me go over there. Yeah. Because yeah. then it you would almost, you'd ameliorate a lot of things that would cause you great tension if you were dealing with it alone. That's something that Pete Holmes says a lot on his, on his podcast. <laughs> Hell would be a lot more bearable <laughs> if you could take a five minute break every once in a while to talk to other people about how unbearable hell is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you are changing your circumstance that much, you at least want someone to talk to you about it and just like relate to, you know? So yeah, that, that would ameliorate the loneliness that you were talking about. Yeah. Because that would change a lot of it for me, honestly. Yeah. Because then it's just your personality is one of the biggest factors at that point. It's like, what kind of existence do you want to live? You still get community. You still get, um, you get a shared experience, which is so much of what I think would be lacking if you didn't take that blue pill. It's like you would rip yourself from that sort of collective human thing that gives a lot of stuff meaning or at least, you know, some semblance of tranquility so you can get through it. You also, maybe you're not even going to be with humans. Yeah. Like, maybe you go to a world where the sea monkeys make us. I was going to go with dolphins, but yeah. Yeah. Sea monkeys, dolphins. for sure. Or dolphins. <laughs> maybe you wake up in a world where some, you know, alien life form or something has created the human simulation and they're just watching us. Do you get to remember that you took the red pill too? Like, does that also have a roofing effect? I would think so. Does he in the movie? He knows yeah. where it came from, right? Yeah. yeah. It does seem like that would fall under the umbrella of, like, knowing the truth. But also, I mean, if you did or didn't have to regret it at any point. Yeah. If that just became your existence. Like, now you're working under this set of assumptions. Right. Would that change how valuable that decision was if you knew you made it? Like, when, when Chidi sacrifices his memory on the good place. I think I'd be less inclined to take it if I couldn't remember taking it. I agree with that. It's like voluntarily going into a coma and coming out with amnesia. And it also places less emphasis on the act of choosing the pill. If you don't remember it, yeah, 
it's not really a thing then it's like you just have a life after this pill option because mm-hmm. i'm looking at the the whole allegory of the matrix or of the hero and looking at the universality of it that's where i'm getting like stuck with it mm. yeah because i feel like the journey is part of um i don't know it kind of like is innately a human thing to kind of want to feel like you are living with meaning like you have a a road to climb or a mountain to climb and there's this thing there's this red pill i can take that can get me somewhere else and change the course the trajectory of what i thought my life was like up until this point Mm -hmm. we've all kind of gotten to those precipices before in our lives where things needed to change or things just change without us trying yeah and led us in a completely different way. Yeah, and if you're looking at it at, at, as that sort of like hero's journey analogy, that's, yeah, that's where I'm getting yeah. really pulled on it. Then, like the necessity for rebirth would definitely require that you remember mm-hmm. what came before the rebirth, mm-hmm. so that you would have that that transformation in your sight. But I'm also trying to look at the option of red pill, blue pill as like more of a yeah, a but like the hero's journey episode. Is not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. But like also the hero's journey is not necessarily meant to like find a new reality and leave behind the old one. Like typically you're coming back to the old one at the end of the journey mm-hmm. with a newly gained insight and after your rebirth and having conquered something. Yeah. So that would mean you're coming back to the blue pill world. Right, like in the Odyssey. That yeah, happens. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like you know, kind of proclaiming, like this isn't all there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we worship sea monkeys now. <laughs> Listen, there's a red pill and a blue pill. <laughs> Choice is yours. I'm not going to tell you what I picked though. <laughs> if you take the red pill, it's a whole lot of dolphins, man. There's also like, when you think about it, like so much that factors into whether it's a good idea or not. I, I'm with you on the hero's journey thing. Like that's that's where I go as well. But the hero's journey isn't necessarily written by or for the hero, you know? Mm. It's kind of like how like if you watch, like I find this whenever I watch The Office, there's a tendency to like put yourself in that setting and be like, oh, I would. this is a great world. I would love to be here. But it's because you sort of identify with the protagonist, you know, like... I realized at one point, like, I wouldn't be Jim, you know? <laughs> like, that fucked up the whole show for me. Because I was like, oh, God, I would be Toby. <laughs> That's how, I wouldn't want to live in this world. No, get me. But it's kind of like when a hero's journey is is portrayed correctly, you know, everybody identifies with the hero and sees themselves in it. Right. And sees mm-hmm. the value in, in that person's courage for, like, stepping off the beaten path and going where no other human dared to go and coming back to tell about it. And mm-hmm. even the pain gets glorified because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we don't think about Odysseus, like, just languishing on that island for 20 years and just think, like, he did. And it was there was chicks there. It was great that he came back. Like, he just kind of... You don't think like that guy might have been in hell the whole time, or you and, don't think mm-hmm. I would I would be one of the guys who got turned to pigs? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd totally be that guy turned into a pig for sure. Yeah. Like who reads the Odyssey and goes, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> Almost made it, but became a four legged halfway through. <laughs> but I think that would factor into some extent, you know, like it's. 
what if you're kind of not the hero in the hero's journey or what if like you get to be the hero but that's not the fun role you know mm. like again would it still have value to you like it might have value to your species if you manage to kind of like spin it the right way or bring the right things back from it like you might be able to create something beautiful from it or whatever but in the context of your own life would it serve you the way you think it's going to especially given that you're making this decision based on ostensibly blue pill knowledge yeah mm-hmm. yeah could you trust yourself <laughs> if you only have the wisdom of like the not as good world <laughs> how can i have the wisdom to make this choice when i haven't even been living in the world that actually offers you wisdom apparently yeah <laughs> the other question is so in this in this scenario do you have a morpheus or is it just like no straight up you take the pill and leave everyone and everything. And right. then... You just like wake up in the morning one day yeah. and there are two pills on the counter <laughs> yeah. and the rules are there. Explain. Yeah. You're just like, who broke into my house? <laughs> uh, yeah. In that case, if no one was explaining it. Cause in that scenario, just I take both that. pills, have a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would happen if you took both? Well, it's a purple pill. And then... <laughs> We know what the purple pill is for. Is it a heartburn thing? Is it heart? Oh, what is the purple pill in this react in our? Rylasek is kind of purple. Is it purple? It's more pink. I don't know. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know. I thought there was a pill out on the market that was being advertised as the purple pill. I was hoping one of you knew. They always call Viagra the little blue pills. Mm. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah maybe that's a sign of Viagra blue purple. Pill. No, it's a little blue pill. Oh, okay. Yeah. Imagine if that was a consequence. You go back to your <laughs> lived reality, fully erect, ready to go. You have no idea why. <laughs> but you don't know the truth. That's the cosmic joke. 